So October is Disability History Month. It's an annual opportunity to reflect on the history of the disability rights movement and to honor the achievement of people uh, with disabilities. Since I knew I was planning to preach about disability justice this month, I finally made time a few weeks ago to watch the documentary Crip Camp. Now, I had heard good things about it, including that Barack and Michelle Obama were executive producers, but I was still I was blown away by how powerful and by how compelling it was. Uh, also, the film combines two of my great loves, summer camp and social justice. Uh, Crip Camp is this, uh, it's the affectionate and subversive nickname given to it by people with disabilities um, uh, to this camp, Camp Jeanette. It's a summer camp for young people with disabilities that was founded in 1951 in the Catskill Mountains of New York, but which came to uh, about you know, a few decades after its founding to be strongly shaped by the hippie counterculture of the late 60s and the 1970s. Young people with disabilities who, again, were, were years before the ADA at this point, young people with disabilities who were often isolated most of the year, found themselves immersed each summer in this temporary utopian community of a summer camp that compassionately and joyfully centered the needs of people with disabilities instead of marginalizing them. And the film shows how these early formative experiences at Camp Jeanette helped shape and empower many future activists in the disability rights movement. One among many people featured in that film, as Barb was sharing about us earlier, is Judy Human. Let me uh, show uh, my screen, share my screen with you briefly for those of you who uh, don't maybe know offhand what Judy looks like. So here are a few pictures of Judy um, through the years. You can see the uh, cover of Crip Cramp as well as her uh, incredible memoir that I highly recommend to you, um, Being Human, that was published just this year by our own Beacon Press that's run by the Unitarian Universalist Association. Judy attended um, Camp Jeanette every summer from ages 9 to 18 and later became a major leader in the disability rights movement and continues to be so to this day. Her starring role in the film made me even more excited than I had been previously to read that uh, memoir of her. But before I tell you more about her, uh, I, I wrote a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, sort of out of her memoir, and then I realized that this two-minute video clip that I'm about to show you is going to help convey much more powerfully than my words could the sort of spirit of, of what I'm uh, trying to share about. And these photos of Judy, I think, will help, uh, will help you spot her at various points in this clip that, again, is about uh, two minutes. So give me one second, and I will pull this up. All right, so I hope that video gave you a, a glimpse of how um, powerful that um, story is. I strongly encourage you to uh, watch this film, Crip Camp, if you do have access to uh, Netflix. It is, again, uh, really a, a glimpse into the disability justice movement. So much progress has been made, even as so much work remains to be done to truly create a more accessible and equitable world for all. A few years ago, some of you may remember, I preached a sermon on the 25th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990, often referred to by its abbreviation of ADA. 
That bill was and continues to be transformative for the millions of Americans living with disabilities. And it's remarkable and inspiring uh, to learn more about the activists who made the ADA possible, especially when you remember that those disability rights activists did not, of course, have the support of the ADA in getting the ADA um, through. Uh, there were so many hurdles that had to be overcome to secure just the most basic human rights for citizens of this country living with disabilities. And on this Sunday in Disability History Month, I want to share with you just a little bit more about um, Judy Human in particular. She was born in 1947 and became a quadriplegic after having polio at the age of 18 months. That means that um, she lived more than four decades, decades of her life without the support of legislation like the ADA. We know clearly that she is a brilliant, inspiring, charismatic person and so much more. But when she was two years old, her family doctor recommended that she be institutionalized due to her disability. Human rights that she bears no ill will toward that doctor who is simply giving the standard medical advice at the time. But fortunately for her, and for the world, institutionalization was not an option her parents considered. Looking back on how she was able to break through so many barriers in her life, she writes, quote, I simply refused to accept what I was told about who I could be. And this is the cu crucial part. She continues, and I was willing to make a fuss about it. I'll give you just a few examples from her life. The first was just basic access to education. Uh, although a basic education had been compulsory in this country since 1918, significant discrimination remained against anyone with a disability. Uh, and when Judy Human was told that she couldn't attend public school because her wheelchair was a fire hazard, I mean, being told you're a, a fire hazard, both she and her parents persisted for years and eventually were able to secure her access to public school. In college, she lived away from her parents for the first time, and this was the late 1960s again, decades before the ADA. So just having two steps up to her dormitory, dormitory and one step up to the bathroom once inside were significant hurdles that could have led um, human to say, I'm just going to stay at home. This is too hard to be away from my parents. Uh, but she, she writes that every day, every time I had to go to the bathroom, into my dorm, to class, I had to ask someone for help to help me up the steps. The bigger challenge was in the morning and at night when I needed to get dressed, uh, my braces on and off, getting dressed or undressed and in and out of bed. Many times her roommate was around to help, she says, but not all the time. These are just a handful of times that, again, it would have been so much easier in the short run just to give up. And I think maybe some of us can identify to trying to change some of the systems and structures today. It can really feel wearying and, and, and like, why don't I just give up? But Judy Human's life is a consummate example of nevertheless, she persisted. And learning more about her life repeatedly made me think of our UU 7th principle, respect for the interdependent web of which we are all a part. Now, we often talk about that 7th principle in terms of environmental justice, and I fully support that. But it's also helpful to consider our 7th principle from a disability justice perspective. Human lived, human, uh, her life is such an existential embodied example of interdependence, of being forced to ask for help from others, and in turn, working together with others to create systemic change. 
The disability rights movement challenges to ask challenges us to ask not only what do I need in this allegedly independent separate way, which was of course never the case. It challenges through the lens of the interdependent web to ask what do all of us need to survive and thrive? What do all of us need? The most dramatic action that Judy Human helped uh, champion was that Section 504 protest in 1977. It's covered in depth in Crip Camp and that film. I'll give you just a few highlights. Uh, so it's about Section 504 of Title V of the 1973 Rehabilitation Act that prohibited dis uh, discrimination against people with disabilities and in institutions and programs that received federal funding. Now, that all sounds good, but it wasn't being funded. And when Judy and a delegation of other disability rights advocates, uh, activists, many of them friends since Camp Jeanette, visited the Federal Department of Health, Education, and Welfare to advocate for the law to be followed, the regional director attempted to stonewall them powerfully in response. They just refused to leave. More than 100 people with disabilities occupied that federal building for 24 days until finally enabling regulations were signed. And it's, of course, no minor thing for people living with a whole spectrum of disabilities to just stay in a building, you know, without aids, without their normal um, various resources. So really a profound, um, one of the most profound protests in the history of this country. So there's so much more to say about Judy Human's remarkable life, how she's continued to break barriers. Barb talked a little bit about this already. Um, from the mid-90s through 2001, she was Assistant Secretary of the Office of Special Education and Rehabilitation Services at the U.S. Department of Education. Then from 2002 to 2006, she worked at the World Bank Groups. She was their first advisor on disability development. From 2010 to 2017, she was Special Advisor on International Disability Rights for the U.S. State Department. Most recently, she's been Senior Fellow at the Ford Foundation to help advance the inclusion of disability in that foundation's work. I you know, really do just urge you watch Crip Camp, uh, read her book, learn more about her life and about the disability justice movement more broadly. As Unitarian Universalists, our living tradition, we draw from six sources. Of these six sources, the second is the words and deeds of prophetic people, which challenge us to confront the powers and structures of evil with justice, with compassion, and with the transforming power of love. Judy Human truly is one of those prophetic people. Again, we live in a time when the systems and structures of this world is being too often shaped by the opposite, by injustice, by cruelty, by hate. But the example of activists like Judy Human encourage and embolden us to continue to persevere in the work of justice, of compassion, of love. So as we continue to hold in our hearts the call to create a more accessible and equitable world, an interdependent world that includes all of what we need to survive and thrive, let's sing together, How Could Anyone?